Went down the, went down the wrong pipe. Pause. No, it's just stiffer than a wedding dick. Oh. All right. Yes. <laughs> Starting strongly. <laughs> this episode of the podcast. How long you had that one in the tuck? Is that one you just you just say it on the regular? Uh, oh, dude, I haven't heard it in a long time. One of my buddies, uh, you know him. One of my buddies, Zach. Stiffy. He said, that, well, I heard that down when we were down there in Carbondale. Down in the south. Stiffer than a, a newly married groom's love. Penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't. I, I wasn't going to do it. Um, <laughs> should we Should we stop and start again? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Big Ren, what's for, going for on? Some reason, for some reason, that just reminded me of a uh, King of the Hill episode in the, mm. the early seasons where mm. uh, Peggy, Hank's wife, Bobby's mom, is mm. a uh, substitute teacher. And the uh, sex ed teacher quits because people are, you ain't going to teach my kids no sex ed. <laughs> 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 and she was having a hard time saying the word penis. <laughs> <laughs> what, just period or without laughing? or Period. <laughs> <laughs> and she eventually got enough, enough courage up to say it and she yelled it. And all the boys were in the alley <laughs> drinking beer. And Hank hears and like spits his beer out and goes in the house and sitting like she's all excited she can say it. Like, yeah, the whole neighborhood heard you cussing. <laughs> heard you cussing. <laughs> heard you cussing. Uh, I remember being a sex head when I was fourteen, and I definitely, I definitely like. I, I was trying to be mature. I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I was fourteen. I, yeah. uh, I was reading penis in in front of the class and uh, try to keep it. Try to keep it strong. I, you know, I smirked. I smirked a little bit. Um, our, dude, our the the teacher we had for that class because like I don't think anybody was even like I feel bad for like the teachers that actually had to do that shit. Really, why? Because like there there was not like I mean like I don't think there was like a set sex ed teacher. It was like okay, like so who's gonna fucking do it this year? <laughs> <laughs> who 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 drew the shortest straw this year? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, the teacher yeah. that we had, I can't remember his fucking name, but every time. Like, you remember Mr. Mackey on South Park? Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Dude, this guy, this <laughs> oh, teacher, he would I... <laughs> say that shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bleep it out, but I think he's talking about Mr. B. Yes! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have him for sex ed, but I remember that being, like, the story, that, like, that was what he would do. Like this, um, like like South Park was like first starting to hit. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like I wasn't even allowed to watch the shit. Uh, that's funny. That's really really funny. I no, actually, that probably does suck having to do that. Like <laughs> knowing yeah. you got to walk in the room and pass out books to all of the uh, little <laughs> eighth grade terrorists in that room. Shit. And every book you pass out has notes in it. Turn to page sixty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> little, little drawings and fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit! No, I had. Uh, I'm gonna bleep his name out too. I had Mrs. Oh shit! I remember um, her. Yeah, she was. Um, I liked her a lot. I, I liked her a whole lot. Um. She was she was great, but Dude, I, I don't remember most of my teachers' names. Most for of some them. reason, yeah, 
Yeah, most of <laughs> most of the pillars of my fucking <laughs> growth. Yeah, a lot of them. But... Nah, I remember the cool ones. <laughs> uh, it becomes a little bit of a blur at high school. Yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably for different reasons. Um, no, you were still a wholesome young young gentleman in high school. Till sophomore year. Okay, so maybe for different reasons then. <laughs> so. No, no, I was still a, a fine, young, respectable, young, young, young professional. Snapper, snapping whippers. Oh man, that was that was that was that was a fun school. Yeah. DHS. Yeah, yeah. Salute to the home team. Uh, how you feeling otherwise, man? I'm good, man. Fucking staying busy. Fucking. Uh, Deleted all my contacts this weekend. I wanted to talk to you about that actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna watch my step. I don't want to I don't want to ambush. Um, nah, man, you have some people scared, man. Have some people nervous out here. Yeah. Um, you hit you up? Yes, <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> um, yes, um, because. So I mean, if for you know semi long time listeners of the hard camera, you know that like Ren does not answer his phone on Mondays. Yes, but I will get back to you on Tuesday. Right, but here's the thing, right? On a Sunday, Sunday night, when you do Shotgun Sunday all day, and you leave us a social media message. Now, when you sent me that text, I was asleep. Um, I had a long weekend that I I can't even talk about. But I had a long weekend. And so you, I, I saw your social media message the next day, like your your status saying you deleted all your <laughs> contacts. How you done with motherfuckers after a whole day of drinking, and then oh, yeah. on Monday you don't answer your phone. Um, <laughs> motherfuckers might be nervous. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see where you where you're getting that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Motherfuckers might be a little nervous about what's going on. Now, me, I know because I know you do not answer your phone under, like, any circumstance. I mean, if I'm getting blown up, like, yeah, I'll answer, like, from the same person. Right. Like, but not everyone knows this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm on social media, like, so much on Sundays, like, posting all these fucking videos yeah. and, like, all the different groups I'm in and shit. Just, like, fuck my phone on Monday. Like, I ain't trying to look at you. Yeah, well, when my, <laughs> when my DMs blow, so I'm like, hey, is, is Ren okay? I've, I called him. I messaged him. I, he's not answering. I'm like, no, he's, it's just what he, this is what he does. Chilling. Yeah. yeah we'll well, get back to you. No, well, hey, listen, not, not everyone knows that. So, <laughs> anyone who reached out to you, feel free to let them in on your secret that, oh, no, yeah. no, this is, is the, I, I do this every Monday. Yeah. Um, no one can reach me. Um, my wrists are busy. My it's internet like is busy. Connecting. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little, a little self care. Yeah, you know everybody needs their self care because they need us. But you know, <laughs> try to put yourself in their shoes. In that context. Oh yes. No, no, I, no. I understand, hundred percent. So yeah, man. Yeah, uh, man. Fucking uh, like just uh, basically why I did it. Mm. Uh, curious. Is just uh, I'm, about to be, I'm about to be 31. Yeah. Here in the next and less than a month. True enough. And um, I just feel like there's there's some people that 
I try to give my time to, and they mm-hmm. don't want it. And if they reciprocate it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm just not gonna worry about it anymore. Like that's the reason I don't delete all my contacts. Like, and I put that message up there. Like, if you want my if you want my number, send me a fucking message. Yeah. How so, many uh, How many essential people reached back out to you? Not too many. Really? Yeah. Huh. And that's okay. Yeah. And, and and it's not like and it's not like like fuck all you guys. Sure. I mean, I did, but like, I don't fuck with most of y'all. Mm-hmm. Or like, fuck most of y'all. That's what I put in my post. Right. Like, it's it's necessary. It's not even necessarily about that. Like, if I see you out, I'm not gonna be like fuck you, dog. Get on my sure. face. I'm still gonna be cool with you, but like, I'm not gonna fucking. Like, you're gonna have to hit me up. Like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's it's one of those because I, I mean I, I I feel you. I'm not about to delete all my contacts. Um, although I did do a, a bit of a purging of my phone, um, not quite a year ago. Um, this is when I was still in yeah, still in the city I lived in. Um, so when you know, I wasn't even yeah, I wouldn't even say maybe six months ago, uh, beginning of the year. So I did like a mini purge. Numbers I knew I would never call again. Um, but yeah, man, you know, and like you said, you're about to be 31. I just turned 32. I know a lot of it is also, hey, you know, lives, you know, lives gone life. And so, you oh, yeah. know, paths diverge. But also, you know. I'm still friends shitload of them on, like, social media. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sure, you know, you, you keep that in mind. But yeah, I mean, you know, it comes that decision where, you know, if uh, if you feel like the love ain't reciprocated. No, yeah, I, I wasn't really. Yeah. So, I mean, I just fucking just fucking cut it off, you know, and mm-hmm. and it actually felt great whenever I did it. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the space in my phone. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Like, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> like, I'm always like, and like, I've always remembered your number too. So yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 And I'm always going to remember yours. There's a certain rhythm to your number. And anybody who has my number, I don't give out that pattern. But there's a certain way to remember my number that I'm, I'm definitely not going to give out here. But, um, yeah, it's a certain code. So even if you forget it or somehow it gets deleted, there's a way to remember it. But, yeah, man. Yours, yours. I've only got, like, maybe two, three numbers that I can memorize, that I've memorized now. Um, and yours is actually one of them, yeah. Oh. Right on, man. Same with you. Yeah, man. Slutoian clink, air five. Clink. <laughs> yeah, man. Anything? Uh, anything else going on besides uh, <laughs> you purging everyone from your life? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, not really. Um, just fucking, just working and yeah, um, just waiting, waiting on my birthday. Go hit the fucking road for a weekend. Yeah, Looking forward it. to that. Now you're locked down. You uh, you you're kicking it with the who you plan to kick it with? Oh yeah, yeah. The boys in the band, Wraith. Yeah. Uh, the boys in the band. I hope they know what they're getting themselves into. I don't think they do. I think they only have a slight idea. <laughs> It'll be fun, but not a but not a fine idea. I was talking to one of them. He was like, "Yeah, my parents are probably going to be over on the day you get here." It's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the whole fucking family. <laughs> you sure you want to do that? <laughs> I've always been good around parents. I feel like though. Oh, uh, jeez, jeez, jeez. I feel you. I feel you. What you been up to, man? Dude. Um, 
I don't know. Yeah, what, I, I don't know where July went. I don't know what happened to July. Um, I didn't. It flew by. If it, it it really flew by. I think it kind of ties into what we were talking about last week. How just you know being in good spirits, um, and and coming out of June, that you know I guess maybe you know good having decent enough spirits. Like <laughs> the the month just flies by. Um, what's yeah. good though? It it's. It's not bad. That, yeah. You know, it's not bad. I've got, like, no benchmarks or anything to – and I shouldn't say that because, you know what? Like I said, my, my, my last week has been has been kind of busy. Um, mo- most of those things I can't talk about on a recorded line. Or I should I, I should say I wouldn't or shouldn't talk about on a recorded line. Um, otherwise, man, yeah, the profession is professioning. My staff is staffing. Um, good marks and reviews from my little – my little trainees who who graduated, you know what I'm saying, to to full fledged employees, which uh, reflects not only my reputation, my standing in the company, but it also reflects my check. So hey. uh, I can't <laughs> I can't be mad at that. I can't be mad at that at all. Um, yeah, man. Then back at it this weekend. Back on back on the road, making dreams come true. So nice. it's almost boring. It's almost kind of boring. Getting the routine of things now, and it's like fuck. You know, I wouldn't this, even say that. I, I really no? don't have a routine. It's just that none, no, nothing's happened that I can talk about on the, on the <laughs> internet. Um, no new realizations. Like I, um, I mean, I was watching. I had like AEW and NXT on in the background, but like, I wasn't even watching. I was watching Snoop versus DMX. Um, How was that? You know, no, going into now, okay, I'll say this: the winner was the fans. The winner okay. was was the culture, right? It was a celebration. Um, but if you was taking score, Snoop got DMX up out of here, like like I <laughs> like I like I thought he would, right? Uh, DMX had a great second half or a better second half, but like I wouldn't be mad if anybody was like, so they do like um, best of twenty songs. And honestly, I wouldn't be mad if anybody said like fourteen six Snoop, and that even might be generous to DMX. Like I said, yeah, sec- second half was strong, Gur for DMX. But um, you know, if you can't, there's a couple a couple rounds where I say it was a tie, but you can't have no ties, so I gotta kind of make a decision. So I go in a in, a, in an average. An aver- I, I, listen, Snoop, 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 and there was some songs he didn't even play that could still go. So. It is hard to see uh, Snoop Dogg's career. Um, I would say Snoop is probably the most well-known, most famous rapper ever. Oh yeah, um, oh, along yeah, with the the music itself, and like you know who he's become. Like, <laughs> think of Snoop when he first started. Like, he didn't want to rap when he first started, did he? No, nah, because drugs makes way more money. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's the same with Jay Z. Like he made more money selling drugs than rapping. <laughs> that's hey. so sad. Um, but yeah, you know, like DMX is like always mad aggressive. Like he's always yelling at you, barking, barking. <laughs> like Snoop's aggression is always always a little more scary to me. Like as a as a youth. Like smooth aggression is scary. <laughs> yeah, 
like wild aggression. It's like, all right, when this dude gonna chill? Oh, that's just who he is, right? Smooth, he just be yelling. Smooth aggression. It's like, fuck. That's like, when am ca- I gonna die? That's calculated. <laughs> that's scary. Like you can't be smooth and aggressive. Like I learned though that wisdom, wisdom is like knowing that you know ain't no fun or what these bitches want are jams, but you also know. Them shits would not fly if they came out today. Oh, fuck no, dude. Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. What? <laughs> oh, oh, Nate Dog said, when I met you last night, before you opened up your gap, that he started the song that way. <laughs> he, he, was on, he was on D's Nuts too, wasn't he? Because <laughs> that, was, that was a hitter. Uh, yeah, bruh, yeah, man. <laughs> like a lot of wild shit was said in the nineties, and the thing is, like, right when you grew up, and as a rap fan, I was trying to defend it. Like, yo, man, this is just you know, this is just what life is. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just. I mean, it, it is bitches out here. It is some hoes out here. I'm 32 years old, and I'd rather listen to R&B than new rappers. Some of this shit you can't just be defending. <laughs> no. It's like, yeah, it happened. Uh, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, it did you happen. Know, <laughs> I'm out here, 11 years old, and Cisco was like, listen, baby, one thing you got to know, I'm going to be a nigga for life. And I'm like, you know what, Cisco? You fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am going to be a nigga for life, Cisco. You telling my truth right now. Oh man, like, well, shit, man, like, you, you know, like, whenever I got into, like, rap, mm-hmm. what I was fucking with. Yeah. It was just the greasiest, Petra. grimiest, kicking in doors, yeah. chopping up bodies, hitting <laughs> home invasions, like, <laughs> just the most wild shit. Yeah. And now it's like, whoa. Yeah, man. <laughs> I still love it, but it's like, I'm not going <laughs> to tell anybody. Like, yo, check this shit out because, like, it's 2020 now, and people are like, Are you fucking kidding me? You had me listen to that? Like, that's so fucked up. Like, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it. <laughs> I, like, we talked before, man, the 90s and into the early 2000s was just that perfect blend of technology and identity. Oh, yeah. Like, more visible than the 80s, but the perfect blend of I don't give a fuck and the technology to, to be innovative. Um, but listen, man. Let Drake make a remake of Ain't No Fun if the homies can't have none. There might be a problem. Oh, man. I mean, I've, I mean, I've never really listened to Drake, but, I mean, I feel like he's <laughs> thought about make, remaking that. And just like, I can't. I can't go. <laughs> Guess who's back in the motherfucking house with a fat dick for your motherfucking mouth? What? Huh? I mean, bro, Project Calvin swallowed my knob. I mean, bro. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Juicy. What are you doing? fucking dad was a pastor. <laughs> bro, it actually only makes sense. It actually only makes sense. Yeah. What I look like calling a man Juicy. <sighs> Juicy J. Oh my gosh. Nah, man. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Give me some smooth tones. 
Um, but nah, man. I, uh, you know how last week I was concerned about how the show would go? Because, like, you know, like, only decent things are happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm even more concerned about this show. Um, because, listen, the wrestling was garbage this week. Uh. And which, we'll, of course, we'll get to. And we just out here. The highlight of this shit is Snoop and DMX. I want to give you all a quick reminder. We got the best of coming on uh, August 14th. I know it feels like we've been, because we've literally been dropping shows every week, like for the past, like eight fucking months. Yes. Um, We actually got a little bit of break coming. It's hard to remember that like our shows are based on pay-per-view schedules. So we have, you know, the, the preview show where we predict and then, you know, the recap show the week after and just the way, you know, shit shaked out between, uh, Hell, since late May, we, you know, Money in the Bank, Extreme Rules, Fighter Fest, uh, you know, prediction shows, Backlash, all that. It's it's hard to remember that we don't do this every week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I was I was thinking about that today, tonight when I was at work. And I was yeah. like, fuck, like, this is our last show for like or, a little it? bit now. Two, what, and, like, weeks, and, two, I just, and I just realized it. I just thought about it. Are they going to even do like a super showdown this year? Or a Saudi show? Uh, I don't believe so. Shit, if they can't, if they can't travel to fucking Boston, saying <laughs> if we can only travel to the Bahamas, no, we ain't going. Well, and like the only reason I say that is because like that's normally another time that we're like going back to back shows for like a month. Right, right, right. I think that would have been in like June, maybe October. Anyway, just kind of depending. I think they do like two a year. But uh, I say all that to say that we'll be back. After this episode, we'll be back in um, two, three weeks. I got to mark it down in the calendar. But again, the best of show, best of volume four, will be dropping on August 14th. Um, so for those who are, who are new to the party, here's your chance to go back and kind of catch up on, you know, a little bit of what got us here. In the meantime, definitely do go check out volumes one, two, and three of the best of uh, the best of us. Me and Big Ren, no hard camera. Um, I guess it's a good time to get started. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Let's roll. We can get started, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 78 of the hard camera THCLXXVIII. And I am your guy, Juve, sitting here with my tag team partner, <clears throat> Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Impact Players. Make Ren Lab Night, I can reach you on the social medias, dog. Got it, amigo. <clears throat> you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at A Mafucka. A underscore M A A F H U C K A. And y'all can also find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316. M A A F F H H D U P 316. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the Instant Grams. At Juvi Desayuno, J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. Check out the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Live coverage, live witticisms, and uh, a little bit of things of that nature, a little bit of here to forth. But above all else, you're listening to us, among a few other places, most of our listenership comes 
from Spotify. Great content, heart-building content, heartwarming content, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. We're fucking broke, dog. I'm broke. I'm broke, dog. So, Big Ren, we had Extreme Rules. Before we get into the horror show that was Extreme Rules, uh, we got to update the numbers. This is probably the weirdest update ever. Because we predicted, uh, what, seven matches? Yes. Um, one match, well, two matches didn't take place, the United States Championship match and the barroom brawl, so that's down to five. Um, and two of the matches kind of had inconclusive endings. Yes. Um you know, so we only counted <laughs> of the seven matches. We only counted three of them. And, Such a fucking uh, weird way to go. It's kind of weird, kind of weird, a little weird. Um, and uh, to update, Big Ren of those three matches went two out of three, taking his total to twenty-four out of forty for sixty percent. Uh, and I and of those three matches, you got Juve happened to go three for three. Uh, taking a total of the 26 out of 40 for 65%. Baloney. Uh, say what? Baloney. Baloney. <laughs> you know, I can't even be proud of this victory. Like, what a way to go, man. Um, Extreme rules. What'd you think? I was not having a good time, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you might so you might have had a bad time? Bro, I was having a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> that shit sucked, dude. For the fucking it? worst fucking pay per view of the season so far. It was rough. It it was rough. I actually fell asleep. So I got to the I um I was out when I got to the crib. Um not late late, but I didn't get to watch it live live. And I started and I try, and I'm like uh, falling asleep. So I actually fell asleep at the beginning of the I for an I match. Came back, watched it the next day. Um, what I've noticed is that you know I'll miss like a live AEW pay per view because I probably have like a show or something. But I'll have an I'll have like a certain excitement, and it still plays well the next day, right? Yes. It's like when you get like a dope ass order of food. And the leftovers might be more fire than <laughs> the plate fresh off. Harder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like them, like them marinades marinated a little bit. You know, um, with these with these recent WWE pay per views, you gotta you gotta eat that shit fresh off the fucking stove. Yeah, cause ain't gonna get no fucking better. You gotta eat them fresh off I'm the actually, stove. Man. I've actually never like dude. It's been so hard for me to like watch like. Like if I'm, out, if I'm out of town on a Sunday, mm. I try to come back home on like come back home on Monday. Yeah, and try to watch it again. Even like if I haven't seen any fucking spoilers or any yeah. of that shit. Yeah, it's fucking hard to watch. Like it's like it's like for like I I have to watch it. I feel you, but like I'm fucking not even into it. Like yeah. Sunday, like watching it live is that's probably the best part about. The pay per views so far that it was live. Watching them live, yeah. 
nothing about it, just watching it live. <laughs> I yeah, I hear you there. I hear you there. Um, we could break it down real quick, man. So Apollo Cruz apparently tested positive for COVID, uh, but in storyline, he is selling the effects of a Bobby Lashley beatdown, and thus we have a new United States champion, Mister MVP. I feel like the roles are a little reversed there. I feel like, you know, I mean, maybe, right? The The way that the, the relationship is presented is that, you know, MVP is like the mentor and the mouthpiece for Bobby Lashley. But in reverse, Bobby Lashley, although he is the newer, younger talent, I mean, he also provides the muscle for MVP. Oh, yeah. So I was going to come here and like, shit on it a little bit, but I'm going to try to, you know, find that silver lining in that, yeah, you know, MVP is, you know, the the godfather of what he's building, and we'll get to what he's building in a bit, but, and, you know, Lashley does provide that muscle, and he's, I mean, listen, he's, he's a little more relevant, at least to me, a little more relevant and more important now than he was with, you know, with Lana and with the whole Rusev thing, so... That, 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 where, where's she been at? She is, uh, she is managing Natalia now. Huh. Gotta give him something to do. Man, did you see the, uh, did you see the Kevin Owens, Buddy, Buddy Murphy match? I did not. Was that on the kickoff show? It was, and it shouldn't have been. It was good. I bet it was good. I bet it was really good. Well, yeah, whenever, whenever I started watching it, I seen that that was the first match on the on the kickoff show. So what the fuck? I mean, especially mm-hmm. both of them. They both can fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah, they- for the lack of Apollo Crews match and the lack yeah. of barroom brawl um, fight match, cinematography match. That would have fit. Yeah, they- that would have fit just fine. Yeah, they need to get rid of the kickoff show, I think, especially I mean, with everything going on right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe have a a thirty minute kickoff show of them just recapping. It was an hour. What's going on? Yeah, instead of an hour, just do a thirty minute. It's reminiscent of the old. I don't know if you remember this from like the mid nineties, the the free for all, where mm-hmm. there'd be like that thirty minute pre show, um, like for free on like the TV guy channel. Yeah, on Sunday nights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like right yeah. before the pay per view, yeah. they'd have you know the quick half hour show to you know. The appetizer, you know, build up, build up your build up your interest. It's where uh, where Yokozuna broke the middle rope, like legit broke a rope <laughs> in the ring. Uh, I think it was like SummerSlam '96 pre-show, broke a rope. Speaking, speaking of that, dude, did you watch the latest uh, Last Ride? I need to watch that. Where Taker's telling stories. Yeah, it's only it's only thirty minutes long, but yeah. it's fucking it's good. It's pretty good. They they were talking. There's a Yokozuna story in there. Those guys were pretty close. Yeah, BSK, bro. Yeah, those dudes were close, man. Um, yeah, I got to check that out. I got to check that out. I'm still getting used to the idea of, like, Taker telling stories. Um, I know. I, hope, I mean, like, I, it, it, it's definitely fucking weird, but yeah. I know I, that dude's got a book full of stories that he could tell. Oh, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. I'm more, like, un- unnerved by the fact that of all the, like, Blue Lives Matter, Army shirts, love it or leave it, give me my guns or leave the country stuff that he does. Don't yeah, meet you, he, don't he, meet he, your heroes. 
He he definitely he definitely rocks the gear. Bruh <laughs> I can't get over it. <laughs> I'm trying, I can't that's why him and AJ Styles get along so well. <laughs> that's why they had the that's why they had the cinematic match of the year. One one of my other buddies I think one of my other buddies that I talked to about wrestling is uh in the same boat you are with with the with those two dudes. Yeah. All that type of shit. Yeah. It's understandable. I mean, yeah, I, I I hear you. You know, and we didn't uh, we didn't talk about it when it dropped because it was around the same time that like, you know, AJ Styles got traded to SmackDown, and apparently one of the reasons why you know his <laughs> apparently his politics he would get made fun of for his politics. Listen, and CM Punk was like, now nah, listen, you like you shouldn't be surprised by that one. <laughs> no. And what what fucked me up, right? Was when AJ Styles replied, he said, like, all he did was tap dance around the fucking issue. Like, it was all, all it was was, he said, uh, oh, coming from a guy that I have no respect for anyway. Listen, I'm an entertainer. I got a job. And I'm like, AJ, all that time you take taking. You didn't say it. <laughs> and di- you didn't address the important part. Yeah, like, exactly. who cares? You don't have respect for him. Now motherfuckers want to know. <laughs> Yeah. Like, AJ, we all got jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we all work, dog. <laughs> we all work, dog. What's that got to do with anything? We all work, you know? And, like, uh, and like you would think, like, being in the business, like, you would, like, you would know, like, when to respond and know not when to respond. But I guess some of them just don't know well, when to and not to anymore. The thing is, like, it's 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 so hot out here. That he you like you can't just not take a stance, right? Like, yeah, but if you're gonna say some shit like that, though, it's like <laughs> he did, he didn't do it. He didn't do it well. No, he didn't do it well. <laughs> and that's the thing, right? So, especially me being older, like we're adults now, and I like words. So I'm gonna pick apart what you're saying to the best of my ability. And what you don't say sometimes tells me everything. So, I mean, even three years ago, Randy Orton was a dude I would not want to meet. But he seems to have been educated <laughs> on life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little bit. And so, uh, and actually, I didn't even plan to talk about this. It kind of just came to mind now. But I don't know if you saw both, you know, the big swole letter that she wrote. And if you saw the tweets that Leo Rush dropped. Uh, I have not. Leo Rush was in his bag, man. He just dropped his uh, a new project called The Final Match, where apparently it's like his story in wrestling, you know, in his own words. But a couple of days before that, man, he, he got on Twitter and, and, and got in his bag about... Um, now, I mean, listen, we, <laughs> we've definitely noticed how, like, you go to Raw and they'll, like, pair up literally every black superstar in one in one segment. With the black referee. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, basically Leo Rush was like, listen, yo, it's hard being a black wrestler. And being black is not a gimmick. <laughs> like, no, that's I not mean, a like, character. It, it, it definitely seems like nowadays, and it, and it might have been like that way before, but I haven't watched too much of that shit back then. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, if you're black... And there's not another black performer. Good luck getting matches Bruh. because, I mean, I mean like what like what you just said. Like, 
it's it, fucking it's stupid. Yeah. And you know, in the capital and you know, add to that, Big Swole wrote a letter talking about, you know, to kinda not necessarily co signing, but basically on the same lines of how hard it is to be a black wrestler in the industry. Um, especially being a black woman wrestler in the industry can't be hard. But even like I remember I I'm, I may have told this story um here online or not online but on the show, but I remember listening to like a uh it was a Talk is Jericho episode like four years ago. And Jerry Lawler was on the show, and he talked about how, uh, where where Kamala came from. One of the more like notoriously racist characters ever, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the story of how he came up with Kamala. Listen, I don't ever want to meet Jerry Lawler, let legend or not. Um, Saba Simba in 1992, right? You know and. And so I mean, you know, 2020 it there I would say there's more laziness than overt like racism than it was 30 years ago. Um so I mean, you, I I don't think you're going to just see, you know, racist activity on your screen um wherever their motivation comes from, whether it's a cover your ass situation or or whatever it is, right? The stuff that we grew up on. It's kind of like, well, it's like, like from their perspective, I guess. It's like, well, we've tried this before, so let's kind of try to stem it down a little bit and see if we can just keep pushing it the way that we're going to keep on pushing it, if that makes sense. (laughs) You're never going to see the DX, you're never going to see DX parody the nation in blackface (laughs) like you did in 1998. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is, which is a little tough, a little tough to see. Right. Yeah. No matter if the nation was okay with it, like not everybody was okay with it. No. And now I'm only ten, so the most racist stuff you've probably seen on TV was either back when there was a, a lot less technology to hold people accountable, or you were too young to really get what was going on. So, 2020 having it. <laughs> 2020 and beyond no. is not having it. So. Uh, but along those lines, and I just caught you know snippets of the segment. I didn't see the whole segment, but um, Shelton Benjamin seems to have joined uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley as as Shelton Benjamin is the new twenty four seven champion. They had a little run in with uh, Ron Simmons, Big Ron, formerly known as Farouk, the uh, the leader of the uh, original Nation of Domination. Um, so you know what? I don't know. We'll see. I heard- I heard that was supposed to go further. That segment itself? Yeah. I wish it would have. I saw reports of like the whole show being rewritten the day oh of and hours before. But, but yeah, um, I heard the whole show got ripped up Sunday night after the fucking pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Due to due to matches, yeah, we'll talk about it in a bit here. Um, and I mean, fuck, dude, I feel bad for Bruce. Because he he writes both fucking Raw and SmackDown now by himself. I don't feel bad. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like damn dog. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's it's the job he chose, and True. but he and he's also the only one who I'm not gonna call him a yes man. I don't know that relationship like that, but he knows Vince well enough to knows to know what he wants. That doesn't mean that. There's a certain feeling of out of touchness. <laughs> we've been oh, talking about yes. that since we've been doing the show. 
there's a certain feeling okay. of out of touchness now but when they hit they hit so i'm kind of interested in how this nation of domination thing goes but even then uh, i mean and most things are a retread to some extent of things you've done before but i mean it ain't hard to just pair up all your black wrestlers and put them all in one segment it's definitely what they did this past Raw, because I watched it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, what do you do? And I, I do you add the Street Profits? You add the Street Profits too? Because that name is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that name is perfect. So, what do you know? What do you do? So, he's going to be a star. Montez Ford's going to be a star. Holy shit. Oh, yes. He's a, he's a star and a half. He might be my fucking favorite on the Raw roster. He is a star and a half, man. Um, yeah, the athleticism is there. The personality is there. Um, the promos are fire. Listen, man. The man can talk. I follow him on IG. Great content there. Um, yeah, man. Definitely rocking with uh, definitely rocking with, with Montez for it. Um, what else happened, man? Bailey defeated Nikki Cross. Anything to add there? I can't stand Bailey anymore. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Like, in which way? Like, the heel Bailey way, or just you just don't like her content? Just the heel Bailey. Like, it's just... And, 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 I mean, and that is... It's doing the job. Right. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Because I'll be honest, man. Her and Sasha are probably the best parts of WWE right now. They're no, no, I, I, I 100% agree with you on that. Yeah, they're holding uh, it down. Because, I mean, really, there it really isn't anything else going on. Not too much worthwhile, man. Um, not too much too worthwhile. The match itself was just cool, but, uh, I mean, we didn't deny that for a second. You know, Bailey was taking that. Um, let's push forward, man. The, <laughs> the eye for an eye match. <sighs> Seth Rollins defeated Rey Mysterio. Now we both actually expected this to be a cinematic match, which I think it was originally going to be, but uh they you know changed their mind. Um I do believe it was the only match that wasn't live technically, but tell me your thoughts, man. I mean, yeah, like well, I I'm pretty sure we read the we read the same shit. What's that? And that uh the eye was supposed to get like ripped out. I you know I thought that was the gist of the match, and I did wonder how. Um, if I didn't mention it, Seth Rollins defeated Rey Mysterio, I do wonder how. Um, I mean, yeah, because he like shoved his he shoved <laughs> he shoved his eye into the steel stairs, but That's you, it. you saw the cutaway of like the fake eye. Like, how does that rip an eyeball out? Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I get, like, I mean, from what I read, is like, like, the eye actually got ripped out, and, like, Vince, like, Vince signed off on it, and then, like, later on down, like, we, I mean, I mean, we know how many times Vince changes his mind in a day, mm-hmm. we've heard that, we've heard that millions of fucking times, mm-hmm. and they went off with it, and then later on down the day, it was like, no, we can't do that, it's just too much. <laughs> Did- you did see the cutaway with the eye, though, right? I didn't. It was very, it was very subtle. It was very subtle. Uh, but like, he p- if if that was the fucking, if that's the stipulation, you got to show that fucking eyeball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you kind of paint yourself in the corner, right? 
yeah, like man. so he 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 pushed his eye onto the steel stairs um they cut away to Seth Rollins who Seth Rollins like reacted like oh shit he saw his eye come out and so they cut back to Rey Mysterio and you see you have to go back and watch you'll see like he's holding his eye you can see like a a bit of a fake eyeball like out of his face but like how does a steel stair rip an eyeball out I mean, like, you gotta, like, dig that fucking eye socket down up in there deep, like, pop it out like a fucking, like, with a crowbar with, with a head, you Listen, know Listen, they mean? grab but, mad tools. They grab yeah, mad tools. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the only thing, though, to be honest, this match was good. I liked the match. It was good. It just suffered from the really weird, this is the really weird stipulation. It, I mean, yeah, it, it definitely was a good match, but the stipulation yeah. fucked it all up. Yeah. I mean, they could have they done, like, a fucking... They could have done any other Extreme Rules match, and I would have been fine with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, decent enough way to write Rey Mysterio off of television, um, whether that contract gets signed or not. Um, decent enough to write him out. And if he does sign, like, you can't really... Let's, if he does sign, let's see how they tell that story. You can't really just not get revenge on a person who ripped your eyeball out. So maybe Dom will. Maybe Dom tries. Maybe Dom tries to get the revenge. Right? You know, I know he's been angling to get Dominic in a good position. Um, you know, on television. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, solid enough match. But again, yeah, the storyline just kind of uh, not the storyline. The stipulation just kind of you know took it away from me. Um. In my match of the night, and I didn't, I didn't ask yours, but maybe, maybe this was as well. Um, Sasha Banks and Oscar. That was my match of the night. Was it? Was it yours? Did you have a certain match of the night? Have we gotten to it yet? Hundred fucking percent. This is match of the night. Sasha Banks is the greatest man. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Banks is the greatest of all time. She's fucking pretty rad. The blueprint, Sasha Banks. Um. Great match. As you see, we didn't really talk about a winner because there technically wasn't one. Um, I mean, Oscar. That I hated about the match was the ending. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, I didn't hate the ending. It just kind of, you know, it just kind of happened. Well, I mean, then, then like, I mean, to follow up, like on Raw, like just, just know what they're trying to do. Create another rematch or create a rematch. Yeah. So Asuka is still technically the champion. Um, honestly, now I'm thinking about it, the, the ending wasn't that bad. It was just one of those like it. It, it just, and, and again, it wasn't definitive, but on purpose. You know, the the green mist took out the referee. Bailey was there. She put on the ref shirt and counted the three. But like, what? And like, and I think like if I wouldn't have watched like like if I was to like see it mm-hmm. like after Raw, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have been as pissed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, I mean, it was a shitty pay per view to start with. <laughs> yeah, and then this happens. Like, fuck, man! Like watching it live, it was like, did she seriously just fucking like win? Like Bailey put on the ref shirt and right, like. Yeah, watching it live was like, yeah, I was pissed. If it's it's character-wise. Oh, yeah. um, So I don't want to shit on it completely. But, yeah, I think what it is just, you know, we wanted just a little more definitive ending. And I think that was what they were going to go with in the first place, a more definitive ending. But flipped it up, switched it up, changed it up. 
So now, uh, so now we got the rematch two weeks from one week from Monday. Does. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, but I mean, they can tear it up, man. Oscar can go. Sasha Banks can go, go, go. Um, and again, Sasha and Bailey have been the best parts of WWE right now. You know, kind of carrying the whole division, carrying the whole, the whole brand. I mean, they're on every show. On every show. Um, pushing forward, though, man. The uh, Drew McIntyre retained over Dolph Ziggler. This, uh, you know what? When when it started, I was like, oh, they're just going to do an Extreme Rules match. And nope. then he said Extreme Rules, but for Dolph only. I was like, oh, that's kind of all right. That's okay. That's not bad. That's okay. Um, if Drew gets counted out, he loses the championship. If he gets disqualified, usually he loses the championship. Um, that wasn't a bad stipulation at all. It's one of those things, though, that, excuse me, it's one of those things that, I mean, WWE has always been like a babyface territory, right? It's the overcoming hero who conquers all the baby or conquers all the heels. But these stipulations just be making their heels look really incompetent and really yes. inferior, especially a guy like Dolph Ziggler who. Is like a career underachiever. There's honestly no reason he should have lost that match. Right. Like, he could do anything he wanted and still came up short, right? So, it's it again, it's, it was creative enough to be like, okay, we're, let's stack the deck against our babyface champion. But they do certain things that just make their heels look incompetent and just a little bit. Because he had all those advantages, right? All oh, of those yeah, advantages. Yeah, he had everything. He had everything yeah. on his side. So. But that Claymore kick, though, that was one of the best fucking Claymores I've ever fucking seen. That nip up into the Claymore, that was kind of dope. That was kind of dope. <laughs> and, you know, and that's always been kind of like the curse of Dolph Ziggler. He's too good for his own good in the ring to where they can't necessarily fully get behind him, you know, as far as letting him go places. So, I mean, listen, I've always never liked his name. I don't think that's someone you can make your champion. Um, but, you know, continues to make people look good. And I'm sure he had no real issue making Drew McIntyre look good concerning, you know, what they've been through just, you know, personally. Personally, professionally, I should say. But It was a fun match. It was. It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my only gripe is, like, the overall philosophy. But I've barely got no problems with the match. I'd probably put this as my number two. Easily. Yeah, number two. What bothered me a little bit, though, like, it's, I thought it wasn't exactly a DQ to throw your opponent through a table. Like, it's one thing, it's one thing if you, like, take a table and smack somebody with it. But, like, if someone happens to land through a table, like, I don't. I wouldn't cons- I'm sure we've seen that before. Like I, I wouldn't consider that. A, I wouldn't consider that a DQ, right? No, fuck no. Like yeah, I mean, table shouldn't have been there. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the table doing there? Right. I didn't see. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I didn't smack you with a table. You just happened to land through it. So you know that's something that they were you know teasing throughout the night. Um that elbow through the table. That was that was that looked that was good. That looked really good. That hurt. Yeah, that looked really good. So, hell, hell, if Drew McIntyre putting Dolph Ziggler through the table was a DQ, then it shouldn't have been a DQ when he bounced his ass off that plexiglass. You ain't lying. 
right? The logic is right there. Plexiglass I mean, shouldn't have been there. Yeah, what are you doing there, plexiglass? Mm-hmm. Like they just like it was. It was like when the first, when the match first started. I heard the stipulation. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> but then, like as it, as it went on longer, it's like, "Well, I mean, there's really no reason that really there's no reason that Dolph couldn't have won that." But at the same time, there's really no reason that Drew would need any of the stipulation, like Extreme Rules stipulation, to mm. win the match. I see. I see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know, smaller guy. More athletic guy, and with all of these stipulations, yeah, it it could have played a little better just to make their heels not look so incompetent. But yeah, otherwise, the match was yeah, the match was matching. The match was matching, taking us to, I guess by default the main event. Um, what did you think of this man? Like, I don't know who won the, <laughs> the swamp fight. Like, is Braun Strowman dead? Is Bray Wyatt dead? Are they both dead? And then the Fiend like. Like what? Resurrect, ha- both what, of them. What happened here? I was not a fan at all. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I made a post about it on <clears throat> Facebook. I was like, just I'm just so tired of the cinematic mass matches. I think I even said it on the previous show. Yeah. I mean, two dudes that can fucking actually like put on a live match. Like, why not fucking let them just put on a live good thirty minute match and fucking go. Oh, I do not want to see them go 30 minutes. I think I said that last time, too. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, you understand what I'm saying, though. I, I feel mean, you, like, yeah. Do a live match. Like, that's... Like, I'm, I'm just getting over... I'm over these cinematic matches. Yeah. And, 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 and clearly, this is just a way to get us to SummerSlam where The Fiend and Braun Strowman have another match. Um, in their first match, was it... It was Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt, right? He wasn't the Fiend, right? Yeah, it was Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he beat him. So Braun beat Bray Wyatt, and then Braun and Bray Wyatt both died in the swamp fight. So Braun Strowman has never fought the Fiend. No. So they've been protecting the Fiend character-wise throughout this feud. Um, and actually, I mean, they've protected the Fiend pretty well, except for the whole Goldberg thing. But, you know, that that, that sweet, sweet blood money. They'll make you do some crazy things. Blood, blood, blood money. Blood money. Make you do some wild stuff. So I could see this. Yeah, I could see this culminating at SummerSlam. I could see The Fiend getting the title back at SummerSlam. What was the shit with the uh, with Alexa? Um, I think it was just one of those, like, clever things. Like, when they were, uh, you know, tag team partners for the Mixed Match Challenge. And they had Two a little bit ago. of... Uh, Whenever it was, yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, we talked about it before. Some things you just don't get over. Oh my god, you know dog! Delete, delete, delete them contacts, homie. Bruh, listen. If I'm walking around backstage <laughs> and I gotta see somebody with my mixed match challenge partner out here mixing and matching, I might be a little tight. <sighs> Baby, I'm the world champion. I'm not even the world. Champion. I'm the champion of the universe. The fucking universe. Like, what you seeing is dude. I thought you was trying to get them hands. <laughs> oh, man. Sad. Yeah, man. So, you know, playing off that, I, I, wasn't, I, was not ex- I wasn't expecting it. I didn't expect that no. part either. But I wasn't either. It, it, 
It happened, man. I'm trying to figure out how. So, like, how did Braun, like, not get tied up anymore? Like, how did he break out of the ropes? Did he burn the ropes? Did. I mean, dude's fucking. Dude, I mean, we already know. We already know how big this fucking dude is. He's fucking huge. Because I mean. they kind of just cut to he was tied up one second, and then in the next second, he was in the swamp, like, legit punching, like, swamp druids. The only, the only thing I got to think of is he, he flexed and busted out of there like red from Pineapple Express. And the whole fucking shed just exploded. Flex and bust out of here, y'all. Because listen, man, <laughs> if I got you tied up and you know, if we hate each other the way we do, I might just smack you with a shovel. Like, we, right. we could just... Tie you up, then I'm going to beat your fucking ass so you we, can't get up out of that shit. <laughs> we could just call it a day. I've got you captured. Like there's no. I'm well, not trying to get a ransom. Like Bray, it, was, it was the first time Bray been at the swamp. Yeah, because of he just dog. He just moved in. <laughs> oh, dude. So clearly, this feud is going to continue. Um, taking us to SummerSlam. I. What do you think of Extreme Rules? That <laughs> suck, dude. Is it 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 kind of sucked, yeah. It kind of sucked. It was. Um, I mean, like, like, I honestly feel like this is the first pay per view that we've actually shitted on this season. Because everything else has been like mids with a with a little Keith on it. Yeah, yeah, we'll Keith on it. A little little Keith on top, but this was like, God, it has yeah, mad seeds in it. I talked I talked to multiple people. And I was like, what do you think about this? It's like, dude, this it was it was awful. It fucking sucked. Like, yeah. And like, and these are people that watch it just like <laughs> we do. It was tough and, to get through. Yeah, it was. It wasn't fun, man. It, like, it, it felt like a job. It man, a little two and a half hour shift. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Because you know, I mean, yeah, you had Apollo Cruz and MVP, which didn't happen. Um, which you could have substituted with Buddy Murphy and, and Kevin Owens. Um. You had the bar fight, which didn't happen, which you could have substituted with Buddy Murphy and, and Kevin Owens. Um, Ray Mysterio and yep. Seth Rollins had a good match that was hampered by a stipulation. Bailey, Big Show and Orton were supposed to be on. Say it again. Big Show and Orton were supposed to be on. Was it supposed they, to be on the pay-per-view, or was it always supposed to be on Raw? It was supposed to be on. Okay. I sent you that text, that screenshot. It was supposed to be on, okay. but then they took it off to try to get fucking more views from Monday Night Raw. Well, we'll see how that goes. It didn't go <laughs> well, well. It sucked. It I watched yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go well. Um, yeah, you know, on top of that, Bailey and Nikki just had a match. Um, Asuka and Sasha Banks had the match of the night, which has had a weird ending to it, which I don't want to shit all the way on, but, you know, I guess I, no I get how people that. do it. The no reason they did the ending that way is so they can have the rematch two weeks from now. Was for the boost on Raw, yeah. Yeah, um, stupid. Drew and Drew and and uh, Dolph, they you know had oh. this second match of the night, but the stipulation can kind of make make Dolph look crazy. Like, how do you want a rematch after that? Did, did you? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like you had everything in your favor and blew it. Why? 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 And now the guy that beat you gets to make the fucking stipulation. And you're not yeah. gonna know until the match starts. Shit. Beat it. Beat it. And and then a swamp fight, where I don't know who's dead. So, 
Yeah, man. I, I, I'd say this is probably the first actual thumbs down pay per view for WWE. Um, I mean, they had a string of some good mids. Like I go back to it if like my main first two dealers, well, I couldn't reach them. Yeah, no shit. But, uh, <laughs> even even then, it'd be like, fuck, dog. I know shit's bunk, but like, yeah, I'm get after it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying trying to get after it, but like, I know it sucks, but yeah. <laughs> It's like he he had like the mad decent mids, but like he the whoever he got it from, he just couldn't he couldn't come through this time. Like shit, man. So, mm, what a time that was! Extreme rules. Um, I refuse to call it what they called it. But I, mean, I, like, I mean, like it happens, I guess. I mean, like. you know, yeah, but like even what was uh. What was it? Double or nothing? And I hate to keep, like, comparing it, you know, AEW and WWE, but, like, you kind of have to. Even, listen, I didn't watch a second of Impact Slammiversary, right? It was fire. And, f- like, they've been on the come up. Just kind of reading reviews, peaking reviews for years, a couple years now, they've been on a come up. So, like, if Impact can figure it out. And even doubling AEW's double or nothing was still better than just regular mids. Even if Fighter Fest was better than regular mids, why is it that the Kleenex, the Vaseline of the industry, is presenting their product in 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 such a certain way that makes it hard to to watch? Oh man, that's that's a that's a huge fucking question. We all got the same circumstances, right? We can't have crowds. But no, they put plexiglass. I, I think that's the fucking worst, fucking stupidest fucking idea ever. So, if we all get the and, same circumstances and they can't put it together the way that their competitors can, clearly there's something going on here. And like, I wonder, I, I wonder actually if they're just doing it because we've we've seen we've seen pay per views. Mm-hmm. We've gone. We've gone into them saying, "Fuck!" Like how many how many walls they, how how many corners they back themselves into, and it turns out to be fucking fire, or at least some mad decent mids. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering if that's what they're doing, just to see. Like, and it sounds stupid as fuck to say. I wonder if they're fucking seeing how much they can just test the waters of being fucking stupid with it. Bro, we've asked that question before. Like, are they too are they are they too big to fail? Like, are they too big to be like, yo, the system is broken. Let's like put on good product, right? Cuz I mean, what especially espe- well, not to cut you off, sorry, but especially right now when the NBA is about to start again. And Major League Baseball is about to start again. So, your rating is already going in the trash. And now you got to actually compete with sports sports? This is the time to get your shit together. I wonder if they're actually thinking, like, yeah, we've been on top for a while. So, I mean, let's fucking get knocked down see how long it takes us to get back up. Unless they don't consider other wrestling companies to be any kind of competition, unless they see themselves as only competing with sports sports. But even then, especially if they only see themselves competing with sports sports, now is the time to get your shit together. You can't be content being at the bottom of your competition as far as quality goes. People are always going to hold, quote-unquote, legitimate sports 
in a higher regard, right? They're always going to do that. So if you if that's who you're competing with, give them something worth competing with. Oh yeah, no, no I agree with that. So. WTF, bro? W T fucking F. I swear, man. <laughs> I swear, BLT to TLC PDQ ASAP. I don't know what the fuck any of those things are, but... I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what BLTs are. Yeah, man. No doubt. Run it back. Run it back. We'll run it back. Um, yeah, man. I think we've I think we've hit the high points. Um, you know what I forgot to mention? And I hate to just bring it back to that conversation, but just really briefly. And, and really, really brief. We talked about Undertaker and AJ Styles. During that... During that... Uh, during those those news cycles coming out, there was a report about a, a certain specific wrestler who got into an argument backstage about the Black Lives Matter movement. And uh, the headline says, Shawn Michaels gets into an argument about Black Lives Matter. And damn it, if I wasn't clutching my chest the, about my favorite wrestler ever. Before I clicked that headline, I was I was I was, I was wondering what side he was. I mean, I actually I already had a side that he was that he was gonna be on before I even clicked. Bruh, that article. you too. <laughs> you too. Big fifty-something-year-old Texan white man. <laughs> then when I clicked that article, I was so relieved. I was like, "Yo, look at Shawn Michaels." Did Man. he get? What, did he get in the argument with AJ? It didn't say who, but I think it was an NXT uh, employee. It didn't say who it was. Who was an employee? Who he got into it with? But I don't think so. I don't think it was like a superstar. I think it was someone who was like in the production of NXT. And they but, ended but up work, working together. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like you, or you and I both wouldn't expect him to be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Listen, if I had to guess. <laughs> I would imagine that Sean wasn't someone that I'd want to meet in that regard. I know you and Sean are tight. I mean, like, tight I, friends. Yeah, we're cool. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all are tight. And so, like, I was a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. He hunts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. Camo hats and, 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 and <laughs> dad hats all day. I Texas. I'm just, I was nervous, but it's good to see that I can, I can hoist my favorite superstar on my shoulders. I don't, I don't have that kind of, uh, that kind of confliction like people might have with, with Taker or AJ Styles or Florida, man. My HBK is a good dude. Yeah, man. And, and once I, once I, yeah, like I said, I was nervous even, like, I wasn't nervous to click on the article, but like, once I seen that, I was like, oh, fuck. Bruh, you wonder, right? <laughs> You really, you really wonder. We know what business we're talking about. We know this business has a really rough history. Um, so yeah, you wonder. <laughs> and, and it was very relieving to Bruh. read what I read. On that. Oh, sure I, I, as well. I unclenched my ass cheeks so easily. <laughs> oh, my shit was tight, tight, son, tight. So. But yeah, man. As we as we wind down another episode, uh, Big Ren, let me know how to reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. You guys can find me on Snapchat, Moffdup three sixteen, M A A F F H H D U P three one six. 
Yeah, word. Mm, yeah, it's tasty. Taste the uh, the Fritos I ate just a little bit ago. What flavor? Chili cheese. Cause you real. <laughs> Cause you real. And then for the rest of you motherfuckers out there, y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram. The real shit. It ain't my fucker. A underscore M A A F H U C K A. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. Hit me <laughs> on Twitter and the Instagrams at chilicheesefritos.net. <laughs> um, that's gonna be the new. That's gonna be the new handle. Uh, hit me on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter and the Instagrams at juvidesayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out Facebook.com slash juve. Of course, check out me and Big Ren on the show page at The Hard Camera. You can find that on, on Twitter and the Instagrams. But above all else, one of the uh, major places you can find us, among other places you can find us, but the majorest place you can find us. You listen to us on Spotify. Great content, heartwarming content, heart-building content, thought-provoking content. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Fucking bills. Facts, 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 facts. This is a shorter episode today, man. We didn't get to the whole, you know, Ren uh, pissing segment. Um, unless I missed it, unless I missed it, I'll, I'll listen back. You didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. <laughs> Just before we start recording. Word, word, word. My man. Well, again. I'm actually waiting. I'm actually waiting. I'm like, I, I actually need to start pissing more. Or at least one show. Just in like, and hopefully you viewers, like, send some, send some feedback to Juve. Like, y'all, like, place bets. Like, when am I going to rock this? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna take wagers on which part of the show Ren's gonna piss. Over under when when Ren's gonna piss. Over under forty five minutes. <laughs> I like that. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Oh man, I want to remind y'all, man. We got the best of volume four coming August fourteenth. That'll be our next episode, and then after that, we got the SummerSlam episode. Not sure if there'll be a takeover, um, but if there is, it'll be a combined joint effort, man. SummerSlam and TakeOver if they're having them the same weekend. Uh, All Out is coming soon. It's been a summer of the hard camera. Summer is not over. In this next couple weeks, man, take care of yourself. I don't know, man. Read, write, hit the gym. Self-care, man. (laughs) Delete, (laughs) Delete your contacts. Yeah, serve fresh. Find out who wants to fuck with you. Find out who loves you and make sure you love your fucking self, man. Breathe, stretch, drink your fucking waters, eat your leafy greens. Um, But until next time, I am your guy, Juve. That is your guy, Big Ren, the legendary. Together we are the Impact Players. And we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. <sighs> Salute.